Your news program every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. So as mentioned before, today, March 8th, marks International Women's Day. We're welcoming your messages and thoughts, participation on this subject. And we do have a message on Kakao Talk. Let's create a world where men and women can work side by side, quoting our announcement earlier. Alas, because South Korea is still so far away from this standard, my male students should complete 24 months of a burden of military service. In this respect, even North Korea is miles ahead. Would anyone like to respond to that? If you want to add us on Kaka Talk, search TBS EFM via Plus Friend or text us Powder Sharp 1013 for 51 per message. But what about the rural community? The uh, World Bank showed that in 2014... Uh, the rural population was 47% around the world, bearing in mind how much more densely populated urban areas are. That is uh, obviously a, a huge portion of the world's land mass. And it is in these rural areas where we also see women face great problems of inequality, but perhaps they have even less of a voice to raise issues. So we're going to dedicate the next few minutes to this subject. Let me give you this one statistic to bear this out. According to the Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations, a study in Africa found that over the course of a year, women carried more than 80 tons of fuel, water and farm produce for a distance of one kilometers. Men carried only one-eighth as much, an average of 10 tons for one kilometers, one kilometer rather, each year. Let's bring in Ms. Silke Burr. Regional Public Information Officer at the UN's World Food Programme's Regional Bureau for Asia in Bangkok. Good morning from Seoul. Good morning, Alex. So despite um, some of the differences between men and women that we can't do much about, i.e. physical differences, women are still bearing much more of the physical burden in some parts of the world. But the problems go deeper than that, don't they? They really, they really do. And um, women are absolutely crucial in the fight against hunger, and farming is just one aspect of that. Yeah, can you spell out for us the, the roles that female farmers play in developing nations in particular? I mean, women are absolutely crucial. Um, in, in many countries, women make up the bulk of the agricultural workforce, and they're really the, the backbone of the food production system. So um, on small farms, women provide about 80% of the labor force. Um, and in sub-Saharan Africa, women are also responsible for a large part of the, the food marketing, the food storage, the animal raising. So the role of women in farming is absolutely central. But when they lack key information, key support, they aren't able to be particularly efficient, uh, even though they make up such a substantial number. That's exactly right. Um, I mean, there's so many challenges that women farmers um, face uh, that prevent them from really owning the land and managing the assets. And in many households, men control the production, the marketing of crops, as well as household finances. I mean, it looks simple, right? The woman is growing the food, but 
Can she travel safely and independently to the market to sell what she has grown? Can she become part of a farmer's cooperative to negotiate a good price? Can she read and write to uh, um, be informed on prices or, or to learn about labor-saving technology? Can she get a loan at the bank to buy farming equipment? I mean, these are really basic things, but they have a huge impact on food security in the world. So according to your organization, women farmers yield up to 30% lower than men's yields because of a lack of access to some of the basic services we'd all take for granted, like banking. But uh, also, if we were to adequately provide for these female farmers, uh, we would see a drop in the number of hunger, hungry people anyway in the world by 150 million. I mean, I, I don't know how you're defining hungry people, but that's a huge number. Yeah, the, the impact would be would be enormous. I mean, the, the agricultural yields would go up and um, the possibility for people to get the, um, the, the calories, the food that they need to lead a healthy, productive life um, would, be, would be much bigger. And I understand that the farming sector is becoming even more feminized. So it's not just drawing on tradition, this, but uh, the, the culture is changing today as well. Why is that? Um, I think it's because of the central role that women have in the family, uh, in the food production, rather. Um, so the, the food management has always been with women, but also in the changing world where we see more and more young men moving to look for work opportunities in an urban context, especially here in Asia where urbanization is such an important phenomenon. Women are often left behind to look at food production so that's becoming an increasingly important role for them. Yeah, and, and if we take a, a slight tangent, we might reflect, and this is actually an issue that's come up with our own local general election that's coming up next month, the fact that urban areas just seem to hold more sway politically than, than rural areas, even in a country that is made up of both. Yes, I think that's uh, that is uh, an issue world worldwide. That the the issues um, that you see in urban environments are often much more visible than in remote rural communities, where perhaps it's much more difficult to get uh, a TV camera to. Yeah, can you um, tell us a bit more about this claim that food is more likely to reach children um, in the hands of? of women, uh, that the role of women when uh, we're looking at some of the major world hunger issues, I think uh, we can all recall visible campaigns of seeing children starving and how that profoundly affects us, but the way in which women can can help solve that. Yes, I mean, um, the, the World Food Programme, um, which is the part of the United Nations that deals with food assistance. Um, has decades of experience in distributing food in emergencies in post-conflict settings. And I mean, research has really shown that when food assistance is directed at women, that food is much more likely to end up in the hands of hungry children and the family will be better off. Um, and you've already uh, cited a report from the Food and Agriculture Organization that bears this out. Um, about the role that women could play in, in agriculture for start. Um, but women are very often the ones who make the food decisions in the household, um, deciding um, the, the food that the children eat involved in the food preparation. So 
really uh, targeting women and making sure women have access to food and access to the information um, in order to make better decisions for their families. That's really key. Yeah, it's a tough life, isn't it? Being a, yeah. a mother, yeah. a wife, uh, dealing with a lot of the traditional cultural burdens as well, presumably, on top of the farming. I mean, are, are these women also having to ca carry on a lot of the domestic chores that um, that obviously I think we could all sympathise with? Well, yes, I mean, that is um, an, a big part of, of the, the workload that is on the women and also on the girls' shoulders. And, I mean, we're not talking about women here, we're talking also about young girls who are perhaps um, kept out of school in order to help with household chores. So one of the things that the World Food Programme does is to organize um, school meals, so midday meals or, or morning snacks at schools as an incentive also to encourage parents to send their girls to school. Mm. And boys' education is important, but girls' education is also very important. So um, providing a little incentive or an additional weight off the family's shoulders so they know that if their child goes to school, she will be fed. So they don't have to worry about that. We'll take care of that for the family. So that's an extra incentive um, to encourage uh, girls to get the education, which is key in breaking the cycle of hunger and poverty. Yeah, well, it's great to be able to challenge these major fundamental issues through food, uh, through your programme. Thank you so much for taking the time to explain to us. You're very welcome. Thank you. And good luck with your efforts. Ms. Silke Burr there from the World Food Programme. Again, our email's open to you, efmthismorning at gmail.com. This is one major slice uh, in the overall picture of problems facing women in the world. It is International Women's Day, so we'd love to continue to hear from you about problems that affect your life. And uh, necessarily, I'm sure a number of you listening are in an urban environment, so those problems could include the workplace and I'm sure you wouldn't have to think too hard to think of just one or two examples that have affected you or a friend or a wife um, here in South Korea but we'd love to share that with everybody you can text us powder sharp 1013 for 51 per message